You're listening to Lost Souls Monologues. Today's monologue is Black Swan Sunrise by Samuel L. Robertson. For those of you with younger listeners, please be aware that it contains some adult themes, a little swearing, and sexual references. I like the quiet, the cool sounds of the bush before the sun even begins to stir in the sky. It's a different world. Billions of bright stars scattergunning across the night, like flour on black marble. I have my routine. Twist the heavy padlock and remove the steel bar that sits across the cage door. Then the deadlock and the door lock. Each has its own key so that I feel like a prison warden. My boss worries a blackfellas will rob him. That's what the locals call the original locals around here. Ownership and theft, it's all a matter of perspective, I guess. If someone had taken my past, present and my future, I'd probably want to get drunk and kick a few doors in too. At three in the morning, the coffee machine sounds like one of the raging tropical storms we get from time to time. Quadruple espresso. That'll put hair on your central nervous system. I pack my little wooden pipe with sticky bushweed and spark it up. In a few seconds, that comforting weight settles in behind my eyes. More coffee. And the cigarette helps land the high. There's something about cannabis and dough. When I'm smoking, the springy glutens take on a tactile quality that feels like I'm kneading my own psyche massaging it until stretched and elastic. My brain, my life, my soul dumped on the stainless steel baker's table. I work fast, lost in the rhythm of my own hands. Rub, thump, turn it over, sprinkle a little more flour to stop it from sticking. You're probably thinking that sounds a bit sexual, but it's not that way. It's more like therapy for me. The bug zapper crackles every now and again. I instinctively look up, but almost always miss the light show. Exploding moths are like shooting stars. Blink and you'll miss them. My mind is free to roam. It grazes on tender thoughts and low-hanging memories. When I'm in this state, it's the most random of things that get me going. The new cleaner the boss hide is really shit, worse than the old one. There's a ball of purply blue hairs in the corner of the floor beneath the coat rack, a kind of navel lint that's been there for a week now. A tiny bundle of fluff. It's amazing how cute a baby rabbit can be. My brother brought one home from school in a shoebox. Some girl gave it to him as a birthday present. Maybe she fancied him or it could have been a joke. Turns out, you can't tame a wild rabbit. Pretty soon it became large and vicious. Scratch the shit out of you if you tried to get near it. In hindsight, we could have let it go. We didn't. But no one volunteered to wring its neck. My bro was going to hit it with a shovel, but my five-year-old sister had got involved by that point and no kid needs to see that. We took the humane option. In a box, length of garden hose, car exhaust. The box stopped kicking after a couple of minutes. It was pronounced dead after five and tossed on the compost. My mother is a stickler about waste and life is a transaction to her. 
I load the last of the form dough onto a tray and add it to the tower trolley. Another industrial strength coffee and smoke while the oven comes up to temperature. The sky is crackling pink and purple now, like it's slowly catching fire. A butcher bird warbles from the gum trees that fringe a nearby cemetery. Its flutey singing always gets me in the throat. <laughs> Sydney feels a million miles away. In fact, it's a mere two and a half thousand. 50 hours non-stop driving if you can stay awake that long. The earthy sweetness of fresh bread begins to fill the bakery. I dump another sack of flour in the mixer. No matter how carefully I decant it, the air always fills with a light powder. I drag my fingertip across the electric motor and stare at the white residue. Chefs and Coke go together like bacon and eggs. Does the Coke turn them into arseholes or are they arseholes to begin with? The swagger, the bullying, the bullshit bravado. I just want to scream at them. It's food, you fuckers, just food. You eat it, enjoy it, and shit it out while you scroll through Facebook. I hit another cone and espresso. The sky is beginning to blaze. Time to fill the buns. The chiller is a welcome escape from the heat of the kitchen. I can feel the pores on my face tighten in the cold blast. A tub of tomatoes, a box of lettuce, and giant pink tongue of vacuum-packed ham. My boss, the moron, has a Michelin-quality chef baking his bread and he uses the cheapest ham he can buy. Thinks it's good business, but if he's such a great operator, why does his empire consist of a tiny baker in the edge of the world? Tastes like dog food to me, and I'm high on the very rare occasions I put it in my mouth. I guess it's perception. My boss thinks he's getting one over his customers by flogging them the lowest quality food the law allows, and he hopes my bread means they won't notice. Maybe they won't. My mother's husband, the latest one, claims he's a millionaire. Mum loves a bargain and marrying a millionaire seems like value to her. Third time's a charm, I guess. I don't judge her for wanting happiness, but he's not that. Just like he's not an ex-cop, despite his claims. I suppose it offers the lies a shroud of respectability. The lank hair of a surly teenager is rare, for sure, and unbecoming of a man in his mid-sixties, but it's positively unheard of in anyone who's built a career in law enforcement. I told him how much I paid for my weed out here, just to see his reaction. I lied, as a test, grossly exaggerating the economics. He didn't bat an eyelid. Bullshit artist. Of course, he'd been crying to mum about his cash flow problems. It's the old Nigerian prince scam. Huge wealth tied up, just needs some temporary financial assistance and when my ship comes in, I'll shower you with riches. Still, he's a church-going man, so he couldn't be lying, right? No one's ever pretended to have God on their side to enrich themselves, have they? It's like watching a car crash in slow motion. A pile of twisted metal and smoke. Fumes. My vegetable knife is killer sharp. I didn't notice at first, lost in my own backyard. Blood on the chopping board and a blue band-aid. Chef's life. Hashtag fingers in the hollandaise. No one really wants to hear about your pain. Not that I can express it anyway. Talking's not my thing. Either say nothing at all or erupt like a volcano. That's why busy kitchens don't suit me anymore. But maybe if someone took the time to coax it out of me, just a little bit, 
Perhaps I could see myself opening up. Sounds like a job for the right woman. Fuck all chance here. All steely-eyed pros or drunk amateurs. Either way, they want a provider. And I'm not that. Water under the bridge now, anyway. Family's moved on. The whole memory swept away. My brother... He pretends to his kids that it never happened. To protect them. He's expunged my sister's existence from history. We're forbidden from uttering her name in their presence. I'll find out one day, though. Kids aren't stupid. Anyone know a good recipe for teenage rebellion? Dad lied about auntie's suicide. Yeah, that'll probably do it. That's how she did it in the end. Started the car and lay on the ground. In my brother's garage. I get why he doesn't tell his kids. I really do. Washed in fumes. Getting sleepy. 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 Gone. My little sister. Turning as cold as the concrete. That's why I like dough. There's life in dough. There's hope in dough. Even if it's just for 24 hours. Proved, shaped, loved, enjoyed. Gone. Pupils dilated, taut and cold, temperature bleeding away. A broken little rabbit. Goodbye. Forever. People call these things a black swan. Unforeseen events. Unexpected. Extreme. Certainly all of that, to the survivors anyway. All the swans are black around here. They're the state emblem of Western Australia, for fuck's sake. Why can't we see them coming? That's what I want to know. And what makes them want to go? The pond is so lonely when they fly away. If I knew how to tame them, I'd do it. I'd take proper care. Weep with their pain. Bandage their wounds. Show them they are loved more deeply than any creature dare swim. Then my world would be more than empty sunrises. I'd have a swan in it too. Black Swan Sunrise was written by Samuel L. Robertson, directed by Hannah Genesius, and performed by Matt Gibbs. If you enjoyed today's Lost Souls monologue, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. See you next time.